Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting edition of Dev Party. Dev Party are the mini episodes where we develop film and talk to each other and talk to you and tell you and, and we'll tell you what we're doing and all of that wonderful stuff. I'm Eric, and over there is Vanya. Say hello, Vanya. Hello. Hi. And so, what will we be doing today? I am developing some sheets of Ooh. Rista 100 in Retro Special. Fresh batch of Retro Special, actually. Very fresh. You just mixed it today, did you not? Yes. I am using a uh, purple Otter Pop because they're disgusting uh, to get it down to 20th uh, Celsius. So. Oh, cool. Okay. I love Otter Pops, <laughs> including the purple. Especially the purple, I think. We've had this discussion before, but I, I know, think I know. purple otter pops or Flavo Ice, I think is the ones that we had. Uh, they're the generic ones, I think. And we had those. And oh, the purple were the best. The red were the second best. Orange were pretty good. Green were the worst. And those are the only <laughs> flavors that we had. Perfect. Have you ever tried like the organic ones? Ew, no, why? <laughs> it, it, they, yeah, it's it's kind of off-putting. The most off-putting was the grape. Because you'd think that, oh, we have frozen grapes. That's kind of fun. Who doesn't like frozen mm. grapes? This tasted like prunes. Like, not like, kind of like, this is a little reminiscent of prunes. It was just, this is prunes. This is a, fr uh, a stick of frozen prunes. It's disgusting. Mm. Anyway, we're not talking about, well, we, we obviously are talking about that today. But what we also are talking about is what you have shot. Yes. Well, I am going to uh, go ahead and take out my pre-soak. Okay. And I apologize ahead of time, everybody, for Bodhi in the background. Oh, Bodhi. Okay. I've been yeah. gone all day, and he's going nuts, and he wants me to play with him. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> So you've been gone okay. all day. Where have you I been? I have. Well, uh, I did another photo shoot with Birdwell, Riches today. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. I'm super excited. Uh, and yeah, I'm developing sheets from today. I brought out Big Bertha. No, what, what, is, what is Big Bertha? Big Bertha... Is my Graflex Super D. And it wasn't Big Bertha. I think, honestly, I think one of the models called it Bertha or Big Bertha. And so now it's Big Bertha. And I was, yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, but it's perfect because it's so heavy. Uh, this morning, I drilled four holes in Big Bertha. Just for fun. <laughs> no, it was actually terrifying. You know, like you spend some money on a camera and you're like, all right, I'm going to drill holes in it, right? That's fun. <laughs> so why'd you do um, that? While you were drilling holes in your cameras? Usually we don't recommend drilling holes in cameras. So what was going on? Well, I got a 20th century camera, um, these little hooks that go with that camera so I could put a strap on it. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. I can you know, kind of have it on my neck so I don't have to use my arms and, like, yeah. carry it. I can, you know, put all the weight on my neck. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know how that goes tomorrow. <laughs> so just <laughs> to be clear, the Graflex Super D, those are those really 
big box four by five cameras with like the long chimney that you look down. Yep. Cool. Yes. And I brought that to a commercial shoot today and I shot with it and I'm developing it by myself in retro special because I'm crazy. <laughs> so you shot what it would, would you uh, shoot in that? Which film? Arista 100. So this isn't going to be like product shots. This is more just for like, you know, social media and stuff okay. like that. Uh, but I think we really kind of had a conversation of like what types of things we wanted to shoot for this company. And uh, I think from the last time I shot with them, I think I explained that this company is very much like a Southern California company and there's a lot of roots and history in the South Bay. So we kind of wanted to tap into that and shoot some old, um, kind of some like really traditional places and spots okay. where they've shot Birdwell before, you know, like in the 60s and 70s. Oh, cool. So, so did you actually uh, look at photos from that era to get some ideas? I did. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. Yeah, yeah it, it was really cool. And it's just been so great because... I'm fucking shooting film, you guys. Like, I'm shooting film. Of course I have... <laughs> we a, know this. A, some, I have, like, a backup someone shooting digital, of course, as well. But I am just shooting film. And that's it. Yeah. So, film is not dead. <laughs> it is very much alive. I am getting paid <laughs> to do this. And I am so happy. Yeah, and this was a commercial shoot. I mean, you know, you're, you shoot film all the time. but Of course. This was commercial. That's pretty cool. Yes. Very, very happy. And honestly, it has a lot to do with not only the history of the company and how this is like such a traditional look, because of course you can do digital and, and kind of put some filters on it and make it look like it's film. But I think the resurgence of film really has been helping me out so much with being able to do this stuff (laughs) and get, you know what I mean? Like, oh, that's so amazing. I'm so happy. Yeah, I mean, I still, there's still hardly a time when I go out that somebody doesn't stop me and say, oh, can you still shoot film? Is, is film still a thing? You yeah. know, it's, it seems obvious to us. I mean, anybody listening to this podcast, it seems obvious that film is still a thing. But a lot of people just don't know. I mean, we talked to Octavia um, in one of the last episodes we did. And up until recently, she didn't know film was a thing. Again, and she has a master's degree in film, <laughs> so yeah. in film photography. So you know, it's it's a it's a thing that people will miss. Oh, absolutely. Well, and it was neat because I when I was doing shots, I could hear people like people would walk by and they would be like, "Oh my gosh!" Like that camera. I also <laughs> shot my Pentax six four five, you guys. So just to let you know, it wasn't just Big Bertha. Yeah. Um, But people would be like, oh, my God, such a cool camera. That's so rad. That's old school, you know? So it was like, (laughs) it's always really fun to get, you know, like people kind of get excited about it. It's not just like this, like, whole production team of digital photographers and flashes and lights. Like, it's just me and Pete and we're we're just shooting on the strand. It was great. (laughs) That's Pete Halverson. We had him on one of the episodes, oh, maybe a year ago? Yes. Real close to a year ago. Yeah, so he shoots an RZ usually. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but he decided that he was going to just do my backup and be on his, like, I don't know, some kind of fancy digital Leica camera. Um, <laughs> and that's the beautiful Mamiya, camera. That's the Mamiya RZ67, sort of the, the newer brother of yes. our beloved RB67. The Z stands yes. for um, Zeitgeist or Zebra. Maybe. <laughs> Probably zebra. Honestly. Probably zebra. Yes. Probably. <laughs> well, that one has the automatic, um, like when you take a shot, doesn't it just automatically go to the next frame? I don't know if all of the backs do, because that's that that would be per the back that you have on yeah. it. So I'm sure there's some auto backs, but I think you can get some auto backs for the RB too. So I don't know. and So maybe Z stands for automatic advance. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? So where are you in your processing right now? Well, I'm rinsing and it's still blue. <laughs> okay. It always freaks me out. <laughs> Why are you still blue? <laughs> You're not supposed to be blue, but you are still, so. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to just uh, throw in my fixer and um, fix for five minutes, rinse, and then I'll get to see what's happening. So... As I've been doing this, you had already started developing because you had a long development. So enough about me. Let's hear what you got going on over there. Well, we'll definitely come back to you. But yeah, I have six minutes left in my developer. And I am developing Arista Ortholitho. We're going to have, we're going to devote a whole episode to this in the very near future. So this yes. is just sort of me experimenting and trying to figure out, like, it's a really difficult film. I figured it out two different times now and have had that fail for some reason that I don't know. So I'm trying to figure out why it failed and I'm trying to figure out the best way to develop it. And so right now what I'm doing is HC 110 one plus 200, which sounds like nothing and is pretty close to nothing. And I'm doing that for 15 minutes with very, very mild agitation, like sort of just tipping it a little bit at five minutes and 10 minutes. And speaking of, I've got one to go right now. And there is my Five agitation. Minutes in, so, so you would probably consider that as a semi-stand then, right? It's essentially semi-stand, but you're doing it for 15 minutes. So I don't know. There's no definition of stand or semi-stand. I guess there is a definition of stand, but there's no mm. definition of semi-stand. So yeah, I guess so. I guess it's semi-stand, but <laughs> we'll get much more into this. My pictures were taken this past weekend. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen pictures of, of a road with some dark, glooming clouds over it, and a bridge with some dark, glooming clouds over it. Uh, it's more of that. It's more of that. We wouldn't expect anything else, Eric. No. Good at I mean, what you do. <laughs> I do, yeah. It's what I do. I, I don't I don't know. I, some were taken... Hmm, no, none were taken on the graph. Like, these are all from the Shamani, and they were all metered at 1.5 ISO. Which is slow, and I love slow. Someone recently asked me why I shoot um, at aperture f64, and there's a whole thing about diffraction that we will actually devote some time to in a coming episode. I'm, I'm kind of interested in that. And essentially, f64 is to get as as not as sharp as you can, but as shallow of a or is it shallow? I guess deep of a depth of field as you can, so that everything is in focus. And though it might not be the sharpest focus that you can get, because that's usually attained around f22-ish on a large format camera, it does mean that everything is in focus. And I love that look. 
Well, that gives you the opportunity to do long exposures as well. It does. And that's why I like this film. And that's why I like shooting at those teeny tiny little F-stops. I love it. Because you can. You can have... Well, I think I think a lot of this was like eight seconds or fifteen seconds. Wow! And yeah, I just I like that. You know, it, well, I can. There's other reasons to do long exposures as well. Like if it's windy and you want like some flowy grass, mm-hmm. or sure, there's sure. like a picture of yours. One of my fa- all-time favorites. I think it might have even been an RB67 shot. It was the schoolhouse in Kansas, which you got. I actually got to go there, mm, and they yeah. had an American flag up, and it was all flappy, flappy, and it was amazing. <laughs> that was um, an intrepid shot, actually. Oh, yeah. What kind of do you? Was that ortho film? Mm, yes. I kind of feel like it was. I think it was, and that was <laughs> yeah. probably the second time I figured it out. <laughs> I figured it out using HC110 before, but I wasn't sure. I think I just got too much in my head, you know, like when to agitate, because agitation is a huge plays a huge role in how this develops. Okay, um, well that makes sense. Yeah, and, and I also figured this... it out for PMK Pyro, and Ooh. that's a very different thing. And agitation does not play nearly the amount of a role that it does in as it does in HC110, and. I can't get pyro to work for me. It always fogs over. And so that was not always. It randomly fogs over. Thus the problem. So I'm switching to switching back to HC110 because there it it doesn't have a fogging issue, but there is another issue with it of uneven development. Um, there is like a whole and we'll get into all of this when we do the full episode on well the full dev party episode on Arista Ortholitho. But, you know, for now. We're just still testing. Because you've got yeah. some too, right? I do. I have like uh, a pack of... Uh, what did I get? Five by seven? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm about ready to stop and you're about ready to rinse. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, we've got commercial sign. So why don't we cut the commercial? Stay cool. I was a teenage communist. We'll continue after these messages. Honeycomb's big, yeah, 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 it's not small, no, 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 Honeycomb's got a big, big bite, big, big taste in a big, big bite. Right, Post Honeycomb cereal is part of a balanced breakfast and it's got a big, big bite, it tastes right, Honeycomb bite, it tastes right. Okay, and we are back. You have... You're done rinsing, is that correct? Uh, just about, yep. Okay. Just doing one final rinse here. Nice. And I'm, I'm fixing. I kind of got a little head start on the fix there during the break. Nice. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? Do you think you're going to get... Are you well, going to be successful today? <laughs> I did some still life tests. Uh, and I'm using the exact same thing that I used then and those were what I would call like you know perfect as far as exposure and shadow detail and all that went so yeah I don't know if I metered right it's good this stuff is touchy yeah how about you you getting a good feeling here you got some uh I got some important sheets here I know oh my god I'm pulling them out right now you're pulling them out okay (gasps) yes 
Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Sorry. Do you have so negatives? Good. I have negatives, you guys. <laughs> I have negatives. And that's very positive. <laughs> it is. Dude, Bertha is just... Oh! The best camera ever. I love her so much. She seriously, like... She blows me away. Um, I, I, don't, I don't even know. It's so big and bulky and scary. But then once you start shooting with it, it's just... Oh, it's actually super simple and... Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to send along some pictures of Bertha for the uh, show notes. Oh my gosh, yes. I will definitely be sharing these. Um, the sooner the better. Yeah. So, so yeah, it looks good. I honestly, um, I've noticed that with 4x5, I really like to shoot uh, 100 speed and below. Yeah. Not a big fan of high speeds. I am not either, except when it comes to retro special, retro, retro pan. Except when mm, it comes to retro that, pan. I like retro pan a lot. Is that 320? That's 320, yeah. With a yellow filter, I shoot at 200. And it's just beautiful stuff. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, they looking good? Yeah, I'm going to send you one over so you can see it. Cool. Sorry, guys. You'll, you'll get to see it, I promise. Well, why don't we... Um, I, I'm still going to be fixing for a little while and rinsing okay. and all of that. So, why don't we just fast forward through all of that bullshit and <laughs> check in with the futures. I'm down. Let's do this. Let's do it. Hello. Hello. Hello from the future. Here we are in the future. Ready to talk about our photos, which are fully developed and fully scanned. Yes, they are. Let's. Uh, you go first. You. you Me you. first? Okay. Mm -hmm. So we'll talk about mine. And I did Arista Ortholitho. And mm -hmm. my object with this was to keep the fogging. I don't think it's fogging, but I think it's uneven development, but everybody calls it fogging, keeping that down. And I was marginally successful in <laughs> one photo. <laughs> the other ones have, I'd say, moderate uneven development. And one has an amazingly bad amount of uneven development. And I think that has a lot to do with me um, metering it metering it poorly. I don't know what it's I don't I don't know what happened. It looks weird. It it's very swirly. Yeah. And that's because well I'm, it's I'm a learning, tornado. It looks like it. I'm learning that the more you agitate it, the less you'll get that, which makes sense. But if you but there is a definite bad thing that happens when you over agitate and that's you lose all of your grayscales. You lose everything from like you have black transparent and middle gray and that's it mm. you don't have any gradients whatsoever so you really do have to be careful and i think what i'm going to try next is agitating it maybe a little bit more in the beginning mm -hmm. and maybe then, talking sweet to it yeah yeah it'd be just very very nice very nice mm -hmm. but honestly i love this film and we are going to devote an episode of dev party to it yes it's yes, cheap. It's wonderful. It does great with portraits because it's ortho. Mm -hmm. Oh, it does. It makes everything look very old. Uh, it does best with soft lenses. And this is for large format. Uh, yeah. Some people buy large sheets of it and cut it down to 120. 
I've seen that, which is sort hmm. of interesting. Uh, I don't think I would do that. That seems like a nightmare. You have but, these uh, settings written down as well. How long are you exposing these for? Um, I don't know off a hand, offhand, but these are, you know, I, I metered it at 1.5 ISO. Okay. So that would be like four seconds, usually around there. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're not on, pre-flashing these. I guess we... Uh, no, I'm not pre-flashing. I want to shoot as slow as possible. A lot okay. of people are trying to get the, this film to work for them at fast speeds. I see. Uh, I know Orr Sachs, who we've had on, he's trying mm-hmm. to get it to go at a faster speed. So he's pre-flashing. He's having some really good luck. Mm-hmm. I I don't want that. I want to shoot as slow as I can. Uh, question. So the one without the fogging, mm-hmm. that's actually, it's it's a great photo. What, Thank you. Uh, what kind of field is that? I think it's wheat. Okay. Yeah, it's hard to tell. It's It's just coming up, but I think it's wheat. You have a similar photo, it, the first one that you shared. It very much looks like you took it like in a box camera or pinhole. That was taken with the Graflex with the um, Steinheil lens from like 1920 something. Okay. It's a real cheap, really fun lens. If you're <laughs> looking to get into like brass lenses and don't want to pay the coin for brass lenses, there's some really, really wonderful cheap lenses out there. <laughs> That give them much the same effect. You know, you're not going to get like the swirls, the Pittsville lens, but you're also not going to pay a couple grand for it. So, you know, <laughs> there is a diminishing returns when it comes to lenses. For so, a few doubloons, you can get something pretty quick, you close can, to it. You, you, can, you can do okay. You can do all right. Um, but the one that looks sharpest, it was taken with a regular like four by five lens. I think that's probably the 150th, which is like a Schneider something mm-hmm. or something. So, yeah. 150th? Did I say 150th? I meant one, 150 millimeter. The uh, road one, yeah. Dirt Road, uh-huh. that one came out really nice too. Are you saying the fogging is in like where the clouds are? Yeah, it comes up mostly in the clouds or any kind of any kind of very subtle gradient. That's where mm-hmm. you're going to find uneven development the most. Yeah, because the ground, I mean, the, the path is beautiful, the yeah. grass, everything looks great. It may be a film that I can only use for more close-ups with something with like less sky in it. It may end up being that, but I don't think so. I think I can do this. I think I can get it right. I've done it before. It's just um, I got to get a system down again for it. Yeah. I planned on doing some pretty shallow depth of field portraits mm-hmm. with, with that dev party. So I guess stay tuned for that. That'll yeah, be exciting. That will be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and then that will go through all the ways that I've tested this and it's... Um, it's interesting. It's a good way to test film. And this is cheap, really super yeah. cheap film. So so have we moved on from X-Ray and now we're, we're doing something new? Yeah, I figured X-Ray <laughs> out. I figured it out. I mean, I'm still using it. I have, I have hundreds of sheets of it. So yeah, I'm still using X-Ray. But mm-hmm. I've, I'm trying to figure this out because I like it a lot. Yes. Yeah. And it is affordable. So it's very affordable. Yes, why not? Yes. So enough about, enough about that because we'll be doing a whole episode about it. Let's talk about your photos taken with Big Bertha. Yes, Big Bertha, indeed. Um, did me did me good. <laughs> yeah. What lens do you have on it? It is a 190 millimeter Optar 5.6. Okay, so it's a really, you know, it's a, it's a fast lens for 4x5. Nice. It is. It is. It's a fast camera, too. It is a fast camera. What's the, what's the fastest speed? Uh, the fastest is e let's see a thousandth of a second. Nice, supposedly. Yeah. Well, originally it was, I guess. Yes, yeah. originally it was. I mean, that's 
that's fucking fast. It's amazing. I don't, I don't even think I've used that yet. Um, I do prefer very uh, slow or like low ISO film. It's it's surprisingly like easy to handle uh, shooting like 60th of a second. Oh, cool. If you guys, if anybody has a Graflex and they were thinking about maybe getting a strap for it, uh, 20th Century Camera makes one and they send you a little kit with uh, just an easy explanation on how to do it. They even give you a drill bit. Oh, they give you the drill bit. Nice. Yes. Nice. <laughs> it's it's incredible. And I, I somehow managed to do it. So, yay. yay. <laughs> but the photos... Yes, the photos. The first uh, one. So, let's go. Let's go in order. Four of them here. Okay. So let's talk about the first one. First one's Meg. Meg. Hi, Meg. Hi. Yes, she's one of my dear friends, and she's been helping me out modeling. <laughs> yeah. A lot. Uh, she's great. I think she just has like kind of a really cute cheruby face, and she's just a natural. She's great. Here she is in roller with her roller skates on. Oh, she also actually she like completely shreds on her roller skates and bowls and stuff. It's pretty epic. Nice. But she's here on the strand and kind of going for like a like old school Hermosa Beach vibe. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Oh, the lens. Um, you know, you probably do you remember what you shot this at? Like your aperture? I think it was f eleven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little on the bright side. Uh, it was 100-speed film. I had a yellow filter. And so I was like, I kind of had metered earlier in the day and just kind of kept it at F11. Okay. So a lot. There's two pictures uh, specifically that are kind of um, almost washed out. But I think personally, I really like how they look. <laughs> <laughs> so the second one, uh, yes. which is um, some surfers walking down a path near an ocean. Mm-hmm. I want to say that I've metered for this and it was probably maybe F16, but maybe not. <laughs> well, you got it. I mean, you kind of nailed the, the exposure. I really like it. The camera um, looks great. You don't have like a, a harsh drop off, but you do have a bit of blurriness and the grass sticking up kind of in the oh right foreground is really fun. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. really fun. There's a weird like perspective issue there. I was very nervous taking this shot. So... Uh, just photographing this many people with very heavy equipment on an extremely windy day. <laughs> mm, yeah. And then having them stop and then go and stop and then go and then me metering and then having like Big Bertha with, you know, four by five. <laughs> so pulling the sheet, flipping it over. I was a little nervous. Also, this shot I was doing specifically because I was trying to recreate a shot that I absolutely adore that uh, Leroy Granis did. And um I don't know. I feel like it got pretty close. <laughs> yeah. Could could we include that with the show notes? I think we should. Yeah. I could think you, we should. Could you send it to me? Yes. Awesome. Green store. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Another very, very Hermosa Beach, very like South Bay place. Yeah. Uh, the green store is kind of legendary. I think like maybe Greg Knoll lived uh, in the apartment upstairs. Okay. Or some, you know, a couple shapers did at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just one of those places, and I felt like it was important to photograph there. Yeah. Now, the car is obviously the draw here. Do you, you know what it is? The Chevy, but do you know what it is? Yeah. Uh, was it a six, uh, 54, maybe? Okay. Shoot. It's okay. This is like so, I feel 
you're disappointing your father, by the way. I know. I am disappointing <laughs> my father right now. <laughs> it was a lovely station wagon. It's it's dropped, it looks like, a little bit. Um, I don't think so. No? Okay. It's Just... a 59 wagon. 59. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 59. Cool. Yeah, so that's actually his like daily driver. Okay. <laughs> nice. Um, and those are his kids. That's Sean and uh, Bertie and Cormac. And mm. they're kind of like the most amazing people I've ever met. Have they <laughs> made an appearance cool. before on the podcast? Haven't they? Weren't they the family with the Black Lives Matter signs? Yes. Cool. Yes, they were. Look at me yes. and my memory. Still yeah, trapped, that was good. Buddy. That was, uh, I think, with my lane camera, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, it yeah. was a black and white. I was mm -hmm. using my 3000B or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Maybe we can <laughs> I thought it was important, well. you know, <laughs> important uh, thing to document. So, oh, yeah. my God, yeah. And your final, your final photo of yes. Meg and... Christine. Christine. Christina. 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 So another one of these kind of like probably should have shot at F-16, but I absolutely adore this photo. It's just very empty, I guess, okay. in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, they're looking away and I don't know. It, it, it's There's a lot of negative space. There is a lot of negative space and I really kind of like it. And yeah. I, it is like the wall is kind of not perfectly straight and I am at an angle, but I think it just works. Yeah, I, I think just so. like it. So question. You said, well, I probably should have been an F-16. I was shooting out at F-11 and it was a little too bright. I probably should have been an F F-16. Why not just shoot at a faster shutter speed to keep that aperture the same? I think I'm more inclined to change the F-stop before I change the speed. Really? Okay. Yeah. And there's not that many speeds. No, there there's, aren't. I think those. there's eight on okay. the camera. So that might be a big jump. Yeah. They're, they're kind of big jumps. Okay. And then with the yellow filter, I was just like, this is probably like a good speed with the yellow filter. And okay. I don't know. I, I guess I you've asked me this before. And I think it's a problem that I have that I'm just used to changing f-stop and not speed for some reason. And I need to stop doing that, especially in the water. <laughs> because well, yeah. I need the speed in the water. You do. And I I, I tend to um, not use it, which is ridiculous because then I get blurry surf photos. <laughs> it's true. No, I always change the speed. That's my go-to. But with with the, the what is it? it's a Super D, right? The Bertha is a mm -hmm. Super D. And then the, and the two, three that I have and that you have, when you, on most cameras, when you adjust the shutter speed, you adjust it up or down a stop. That's mm -hmm. not the case with these cameras. No. When you adjust it to the next the next place, it's not a full stop. It may be like a tenth of a second. Mm -hmm. So you, we don't really have that luxury with these old curtain shutters to do something like that. No. It's a bit more mathy. It is a little bit more mathy, but I absolutely adore this camera. I yeah. am in love with this camera. I love it so much. Nice. It's so stupid big, and <laughs> I do not care. It's impressive. It is. I mean, I had people walking down the strand like, oh, my God. Like, because it was, we're shooting, like, it was a photo shoot. So we, I had, like, you know, there's a guy helping us in production. And, you know, Pete's out there shooting with his Leica. And I'm, like, <laughs> carrying Big Bertha around shooting <laughs> with Big Bertha. And it's just so badass. And, like, this older lady was like, oh, my gosh, your camera, this is so amazing. That is so cool. And I was like, yeah. Like, you know, it made me, <laughs> made me so happy because it is, like, 
a ridiculous thing to shoot with. It is. um, It is absolutely ridiculous. But but I am ridiculous. That's why we're here. We both shoot some pretty ridiculous cameras. Yes. I'm quite proud of that. (laughs) As am I. Well, I think it's been definitely a success for you and a step towards success for me. I think so. Yeah, I actually do like your photos. I love them. Except for maybe the swirly one, I'm a little kind of like miffed about. I don't know. I think that I think that was user error, to be honest. So I'm ready for the next. Yes. And oh, we'll send it back to the past. I have to squeeze my legs together. I'm not going to lie. Happy fucking Mother's Day. <laughs> hey, we're back. We are yes. back. Thank you, futures. Thank you, futures. Yeah, yeah. I hope they liked our negatives. I know. I hope so. <laughs> oh, no. So I actually have a busy uh, night. I'm going to, I have several more sheets that I'm going to develop, but oh my gosh, retro special, so wonderful, such a short dev. So I'm going to knock those all out and um, yeah, just try to get <laughs> all these developed and skin this week. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to probably develop more tonight as well. It is getting a little little late-ish for me, but eh, we'll see what happens. The night is young. <laughs> but for now, we must say goodbye. Yes. Our hearts ache, but thank you so much for listening. Gazoon tight. <laughs> tight. Thank you for listening. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.